Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. It's Wednesday, March 9th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. The processing time for Medicaid applications in Missouri has slowed to nearly 100 days on average. That is prompting some eligible residents to delay medical care. Because they don't know if they're going to have coverage, and providers don't know if they're going to have coverage. So that leaves a lot of uncertainty. We will have more on Missouri's slow rate of Medicaid application processing in just a few minutes. An analysis of federal Medicaid numbers shows Missouri and Illinois rank last in the nation in hours of nursing home resident care. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, advocates for those in the homes say the situation can improve with new reforms. The report from the Long-Term Care Community Coalition found that nursing home residents in both states received just under three hours of care per day. That's below the national average and less than the about four hours that federal officials say residents need. It follows the Biden administration's proposal that nursing homes have minimum staffing requirements. Richard Mala is executive director of the coalition, a New York-based nonprofit. Nursing homes as a whole are short-staffed, as we all know, and so that kind of forces the staff to cut corners, to take shortcuts, and those shortcuts can be dangerous for both the residents and the staff themselves. Nursing home industry leaders say they need more funding to ensure that their facilities can pay additional workers. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis's first intentional encampment to help people experiencing homelessness is in limbo. The city gave St. Patrick Center more than $900,000 in federal funding to start the project in the Fifth Ward, but some residents and businesses oppose the idea. St. Patrick Center CEO Anthony DeCostino says there are a lot of homeless services in that ward, but they are not one size fits all. There will never be a situation where there's not people who are going to need to be in a place where they can have this type of community. Mm-hmm. Like it's always they, some people won't come in from being outside. Some people want their independence in this type of community. The combination of all these factors, there's always going to be a need for something like this. DeCostino was a guest yesterday on St. Louis on the Air. Many in the region are stepping up to help Ukrainians following Russia's invasion of that European country. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmid reports. Kasia Hampton is an EMS physician currently doing specialty training at Wash U. But the native of Poland is traveling back to her home country's border with Ukraine this week to volunteer her time and medical expertise. For me, this was the only right and honorable decision to make. Hampton says the destruction in Ukraine is already extensive, less than a month into the invasion. We all have to ready ourselves for a long-term support to that country. Uh, This is not going to be one day or one week or one month. Hampton says that could be sustaining financial support or being ready to take in Ukrainian families who've been displaced. Humanitarian agencies estimate more than two million people have already fled Ukraine. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. The number of hospitalized COVID-19 patients in the St. Louis region is at its lowest point since last July. The St. Louis Metropolitan Pandemic Task Force says there are 189 cases in the area's five major health care systems. The number of patients throughout Missouri has dropped about 40 percent in the past couple of weeks. Missouri's chief justice is urging the three branches of state government to work together to help the courts and the people they serve. 
Paul Wilson delivered his speech to lawmakers yesterday. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more. Wilson says that while the Constitution calls for the executive, legislative, and judicial branches to be separate, they should not be antagonistic towards each other. Despite the different roles we play in our system of checks and balances, all three branches must continually communicate and cooperate if we are to serve the Constitution and the people well. Wilson used the annual State of the Judiciary address to ask lawmakers to support the privacy of judges and find ways to improve pay for the state's court employees. He also urged them to support Governor Mike Parson's $400 million broadband expansion, which would help boost access to virtual court proceedings. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. When Missouri voters expanded eligibility for Medicaid to more low-income adults, the governor's office expected about 275,000 residents to gain health care coverage in the first year. But just over 60,000 people have signed up so far. As Alex Smith reports, the state has been slow to approve patients, and some Missouri residents say they've had to put off getting care. To many in Kansas City, Kimberly Johnson is known as a listener. As a beautician and a church member, people came to her with troubles, and she provided a sympathetic ear. But she was forced into early retirement from her job because of painful arthritis. She says physical therapy helps her stay active and engaged, but it costs so much she often has to go without treatment. It can be difficult. I mean, like now, it's cold outside, and with my arthritis, I can't get around as much or really out the bed. Johnson was thrilled when she got a call last fall from Swope Health Services, explaining she would likely qualify for health coverage under Missouri's expanded Medicaid program. It could pay for her physical therapy. Johnson signed up in November, and then nothing happened. She's been waiting for her application to be processed ever since. Patient advocate Sharonda Hooker says many SWOP patients are in the same boat. It, it could be very frustrating. It could be very frustrating on us and on the patients because we've done all of, we crossed all of our T's, we dotted all of our I's, we're just sitting there waiting. In 2020, Missouri voters approved a constitutional amendment that expanded eligibility for Medicaid to include adults who don't have children and make up to about $19,000 a year. Jackson County was estimated to see the biggest enrollment of any county, more than 35,000 residents in the first year. But by the end of January, just over 8,600 were signed up. Critics blame the state of Missouri for the disappointing rollout. State officials have done little to no promotion of Medicaid expansion, and approval times are slow, potentially illegally so. Missouri is processing each Medicaid application in an average of 99 days, more than double the 45-day processing time required by federal law. Even Missouri Medicaid expert and Washington University health economist Timothy McBride says he's unclear about what's causing this slowdown. There have been a lot of people that ask that question um, and try to get an answer, and the answers we get are varied. Missouri officials say the Department of Social Services has been hit hard by COVID cases in recent months. But McBride says there are many longer-term problems, too, including high turnover rates, long call center waits, and the state's clunky, decades-old computer program. The most recent state data show that Missouri has about 73,000 pending Medicaid applications. 
at its current processing rate of roughly 2100 per week, the state won't get through that backlog until late summer. So we're moving along at a pretty slow pace. Spokesperson Heather Dolce told KCUR the department is offering overtime to employees to make headway on those applications. For applicants who need health care immediately, Dolce says that coverage can be retroactive to pay for treatment up to three months before a patient signed up. However, Jim Torres, who leads Medicaid enrollment at Samuel U. Rogers Health Center, says that the delays can push some people to avoid seeking medical help. Because they don't know if they're going to have coverage, and providers don't know if they're going to have coverage. So that leaves a lot of uncertainty. Four months after she signed up for Medicaid expansion, Kimberly Johnson says she's still optimistic about getting coverage, but she's holding off on physical therapy for her arthritis until she knows her application is approved. I really need the treatments and everything, the extra stuff that I could probably get through Medicaid. is really needed, so the process is kind of making it a little slow for me. And as her application sits in limbo, Johnson continues to struggle with pain that keeps her from the social life she loves. I'm Alex Smith. Alex is a reporter at KCUR in Kansas City. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.